to uh, our special Camp Macabre. Here's Brandon. Hey! I'm just here for the ride. And I'm Justin. He's our host. (laughs) (laughs) What did I tell you about doing the fucking intro? (laughs) And you're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome back to Radio Fear. I'm your host, Brandon. With me, as always, is Justin. Hello, everybody. We're still out here in the middle of the woods, camping by a fire. Fire by a fire. And less and less people are here around with us. Uh, Yeah, because the killer's still on the loose. I have a feeling the killer's you. Excuse you? What? There's some horror movies are like that. The person you think's like your best friend. Justin, we're not in Scream. We're in a camp slasher. Eh, true. Except for Angela, the killer is somebody who we've never fucking seen before. Or it's a side character that we don't give a crap about. That's in one Friday the 13th movie. (laughs) Roy Burns. (laughs) Generally speaking, camp slashers aren't usually a whodunit. The only whodunit camp slashers that I know of is Sleepaway Camp. Mm-hmm. And the first Friday the Thirteenth, and they fucking cheated. It's who done it? Who could the killer be? Oh, it was somebody we didn't introduce until the end of the fucking movie. Literally. Yeah. Like the last fifteen minutes of the movie. Oh, I'm Pamela Voorhees. Yeah. A fan, a friend of the Christie. Cheater, fucking cheaters. Anyway, we're week three in the camp macabre, and uh, today, what do we got, Justin? I believe that we are going to be talking about the Final Girls. <laughs> I know. We are going to be talking about Final Girls. Final Girls? Uh, <laughs> final Girls. What we got today is a movie that is meta-commentary on the camp slasher genre, and it's also a comedy. And it's funny as hell. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, I enjoyed it. We have not seen this movie before watching it for this episode. Really, I know I haven't. You didn't either, right? No. Yeah, no. This was our first watch of this this film. You okay? My throat's dry. Shut the fuck up. You want me to lubricate it? <laughs> Got some more of that backdoor lube. Oh, God. Just swirl it in there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's a meta comedy commentary on the camp slasher subgenre. It's scary movie, but funnier and well done. Yeah, yeah, it's well done. I love horror comedies when they're well done. Uh, scary movies just never fucking well done. <laughs> I like it, but I know it's just the type of humor that scary movie is is not mine. 
if you can make me chuckle once out of a series of like what five, six, eight movies. Yeah, and I think they're planning on doing a legacy sequel for scary movie. Also, Jesus Christ, please! They're gonna don't. Br- they're gonna bring back Anna Ferris and all the uh, other no. the, the Wayne's brothers. No, no. <laughs> we'll cover them one day because it's technically horror. That's gonna be a Justin only episode. I hope you guys are ready for that. Okay. Justin covers comedy. Horror comedy. Justin covers horror comedy. I have a feeling that episode is going to be a horror and a comedy in itself. Well, thank you, bud. Appreciate it. I can't do it alone either. What have you been up to horror-wise, Justin? Besides dying. Besides dying every second. Besides watching this movie, that's about it. Oh. Yeah. I watched Willy's Wonderland. Sounds like Willy Wonka, but it's not. It's Five Nights at Freddy's meets Mandy. So... It's Nicolas Cage going ape shit and killing a bunch of evil, demonic, Chuck E. Cheese animatronics. Does he get attacked by bees in this one? No, <laughs> but he gets attacked by an ostrich, a crocodile, toad. Like an actual toad, like a frog. No, no, the animatronics. Oh, shit. You know, it's the Chuck E. Cheese robots, kind of like that? Creepy as fuck robots. Yeah, the ones that play the, the instruments. That the, you know, imagine that, except it's all like made-up characters for, for this. Mm-hmm. It's like a made-up restaurant establishment. The main one, instead of Chuck E. Cheese, is Wally Weasel. Like when they went to that, uh, what was that place in uh, the Goofy movie? Yeah. So those are animatronics. The, the possum Yeah, possum. People? Yeah. It's like that, but it is a, a weasel, a turtle, a frog, a, a knight was one of them, uh, an alligator, an ostrich. I, I don't care. <laughs> it, it was a bunch of animals. Oh, like- a fairy was one of them, too. So imagine those coming to life and they're evil and they're attacking Nicolas Cage. Sounds like a good movie. It was. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, he also doesn't say a word the entire movie. Wow. He's the silent badass protagonist. <laughs> it was fun. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. It's on Hulu if you want to watch it. Okay. Uh, I was going to watch it when it first came out, but I missed it. I was pretty excited for it. But if anybody wants to know how the Five Nights at Freddy's Blumhouse film is going to go, I got a feeling Willy's Wonderland is probably going to be better than what that's going to wind up being. Because Blumhouse is doing a Five Nights at Freddy's film. Never played it. Uh, it's a jump scare game. You just sit in an office, and you got these security cameras you look at. You got the controls to the doors within the restaurant, and you're like the night shift security. Of course. And you got to protect yourself from the animatronics when they come to life at night. Oh, so it's like that, uh... I forgot the name of it. It's an old classic slasher. It was bad people I think stuck inside of a mall at night chopping mall chopping mall yeah you seen it I love that movie (laughs) (laughs) kind of like that but imagine the character instead of running around the mall all day they just sit in a chair do you guys hear that it sounds like it's almost time for our camp news announcements and now for your camp macabre nightly news announcements off on our announcements, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey poster was released. Uh, it looked pretty sick. Uh, it looks scary as fuck. They've released more information. This ain't no bedtime story. <laughs> they said uh, Christopher Robin is uh, pulled away and he's not given any food and it's made him and Piglet's life very difficult. You know how animals are when they're not fed. They become feral. 
Yeah. So it's going to be one of those movies. People that are producing it, they're for, they're called Jagged Edge Productions. Uh huh. And it's going to be distributed by ITN Studios. It's looking like it's going to be a really really crazy take on Winnie the Pooh, and we'll definitely go see it when it comes out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I already stated how much I'm excited to see this, no matter how good or bad it is. Next up on our camp announcements, the Sega Genesis Mini 2 is announced. It's coming out October 27th. Yeah, and I heard about how much they're charging for it. <laughs> I haven't. How much are they charging for it? More than the original Genesis, like I think an extra $50 more. That makes sense because it comes with an extra 50 games. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, nice. including Sega CD games. Really? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it has one, two, three, four Sega CD games. But why am I saying that here on this podcast? This is a fucking horror podcast. Well, that's because it includes the classic, classic Sega Genesis and arcade horror hit game, Splatterhouse 2. A beat-em-up Back in the day when horror was hard to do in video games, it was all mostly thematic, like Castlevania and shit. But this was the goriest game you could play back then. Splatterhouse 2. A beat-em-up where you play as basically a slasher fighting monsters. Hell yes. I'm pretty excited to play that. I never got to play it when I uh, originally had my Sega Genesis. And I'm super excited for it. Maybe because that seems like one of the games that they're really like pushing to advertise for the Genesis Mini 2. Maybe this will get enough attention to get us a new Splatterhouse. Next up on our announcements, Samara Weaving and Tony Revolori said to be joining the cast for the upcoming Scream 6 movie. I heard about that. Samara Weaving, you've seen her in Ash vs. Evil Dead, Ready or Not, Mayhem, the Babysitter franchise. Yep. That's on Netflix. I think she's a nice actress. She does a really good job in the movies and shows that she's in. So I'm... I'm hype as fuck for that. Mm-hmm. Not as familiar with Tony Revolori. Are you really friends with Peter Parker? Samara Weaving, hell yes. I mean, with Hayden Pinatare coming back, and that also Courtney Cox, and also Ortega and all the other casts from the previous movie. Mm-hmm. And with Nev Campbell possibly coming back for this movie also. Yep. I'm hype as fuck for Scream 6 now. Uh, I mean, I was already hyped. Yeah, now. I was going to say, I've been hyped for Scream 6. <laughs> But it's looking like there's going to be a lot of well-known people in this movie, so I'm hype as hell for it. And also, they have finally revealed the premiere date for Chucky Season 2. It's going to be coming out on October 5th on Sci-Fi, on USA and Sci-Fi, like last year. Dude, we're going to be so fucking busy, so they're not streaming it? I'm not sure about their saying it's streaming, but it's going to be on both USA and Sci-Fi on October 5th. Really hype as fuck for this to come out. Me and Brandon have been waiting for this to come out since last year. Yes. Can't wait to see what direction they go in season two. Dude, season one was such a fucking banger. And also, they apparently have released a teaser trailer. They didn't really reveal much in the trailer. I mean, they showed some uh, like a group of people in some dope-ass mask. Chucky's pumpkin carving has gotten really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> so... I actually enjoyed the trailer. I mean, I don't want to see a trailer that reveals a shit ton. Yeah. So, perfect. I'm sure as it gets closer to when the series releases, they're probably going to have some more trailers that reveals more, but yeah. at least we know what a starting date is. Very short little news bit right here. 
uh, Evil Dead Rise had a test screening recently, and the consensus, the majority consensus that came out of that is, it's a fucking shame that this isn't coming to theaters. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Going to theaters? No, it's going straight to HBO Max, I believe. Oh. Yeah, but uh, the test screening... Uh, went really well everybody had very positive things to say apparently so that has me definitely looking forward to this you know some nervousness comes with a new evil dead and all of that but uh you do evil dead no bruce campbell yeah but apparently a bunch of good things were said about it at the test screening we still don't know exactly when that's coming out but you guys can bet as soon as it does we're watching it Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Last thing on our announcement, apparently, Friday the 13th, actress, final girl, you could say, Mm -hmm. Adrian King is uh, returning to horror, and the upcoming uh, movie, The Dead Girl in Apartment 3, I think this is the first movie she's done in God knows how long. Yeah. It's set to premiere on September 8th. The trailer looks really interesting. It looks spooky. Yeah, it looks... You got some Wendigo-masked individual and some girl with black ooze coming out of her mouth. Looking paranormal, yeah. I guess. So... Got people forgetting their friends' names. Isn't that right, Ricky? Yeah, we'll check it out. We're going to be busy as hell during that time frame, but... Oh, we already knew we were going to be. <laughs> we'll watch it one day. Yeah. Oh, you know, this fall season's going to be nuts for us. Yeah, nutty nut. We're going to be watching a different movie a day. Anyway, that's all we got for our camp announcements. Now on to our main topic. Final Girl. Her hair is hollow gold. Her lips sweet surprise. Her hands are never cold. She's got Betty Davis eyes. She'll turn her music on you. You won't have to think twice. She's pure as New York snow. She got Betty Davis eyes. The Final Girls. IMDb says a young woman grieving the loss of her mother. A famous scream queen from the 1980s finds herself pulled into the world of her mom's most famous movie. Reunited, the women must fight off the film's maniacal killer. The movie is directed by Todd Strauss-Scholson. Writing credits are given to M.A. Fortin and Joshua John Miller. The movie is produced by Darren M. Dimitri, M.A. Fortin, Michael London, Joshua John Miller, and Janice Williams. Music by Gregory James Jenkins and Eddie Zach. Our main protagonist here, Max Cartwright, she's played by Thaisa Farmiga, and her mother, Nancy, is played by Malin Ackerman. And she plays two different people in this movie. Plays the mom, Amanda Cartwright, and she plays the Scream Queen, Nancy. Adam Devine is the jock horn dog, Kurt Thomas Middlich. We've seen both of these guys in a lot of stuff. He's Duncan, the super horror fan. Uh, the super fan of the film that they're watching, Camp Bloodbath. Alexander Ludwig plays as Chris Briggs. He is the love-struck teenage boy that wants the main protagonist, Max, really bad. Nina Dobrev is Vicky Summers. She's the asshole friend that comes in to the movie with them. Aaliyah Shawkat is Gertie Michaels. 
and she plays kind of geeky girl, I guess. Is she geeky? Kind of got that vibe off of her, but... I didn't. I just got the, maybe the common sense of the group. She's the third wheel girl. Angela Trimber is Tina. I don't remember who she was. I think she might have been the actual, supposed to be the final girl in the movie. Nope, that's Chloe Bridges, who played as Paula. She's fine. She's fine as fuck. <laughs> She looked pretty good. Was Tina the the hippie chick that died first? Yeah. Tori N. Thompson plays as Blake. Daniel Norris is our killer, Billy. Billy Murphy. Eric Carney was the young Billy in the flashback. So, Brandon, what was your first initial thoughts watching this movie? Well, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into with this movie. It's a comedy meta commentary on camp slashers. So, yeah. I got what I was looking for. Same here. I was hyped to watch this movie. Kind of the first movie I've seen that kind of go in this sort of direction. Like, being in a slasher film. Yeah. There was some parts that, that I didn't understand. They never really explained how they was able to get inside of the theater screen. You don't need to know that. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Not really. I mean, I could have missed it, but I don't think it was ever explained in the movie why that was the case. No, it was never explained in the movie at all. We have no discernible reason as to why they are now in a movie. There um, there wasn't even a, a bullshit, like, oh, it's magic explanation. There, or uh, it was all a dream explanation. There, It was just the theater kept caught on fire. They just had a Wizard of Oz moment, I guess. And we just, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wizard of Oz is a perfect example. Nobody nobody explained to us how Dorothy got into the Land of Oz. It just she happened. just did. Man, it, I guess Alice was... just fell into Wonderland. So, I guess it's kind of following that trope. Got sucked up by the tornado and just blew in there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Movie was funny as hell. It was surprisingly pretty well done story-wise. I mean... From the start of the movie, daughter losing her mom in a car wreck. Oh, that Jesus. was. This movie uh, tr- tries its hardest to pull on the heartstring. It, it tries to hit you. I think it tries a little too hard to hit at you. Yeah, they they're really fucking digging in on that whole mother thing. Just <laughs> the whole like it's ruthless. <laughs> very very hard on that. I like the way they used old kind of like grainy style '80s footage. Yeah, the movie starts off with a trailer. Yes, of the Camp Bloodbath movie. Yeah. Tell us about Camp Bloodbath. It's Friday the 13th. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Billy, I mean, Billy is a completely unique killer of, of, of his own. He, he he has absolutely no resemblance of any other killer we've ever seen before. No, ever. no. He's, he's his own killer. Just, you know, he's a king, right? And this king's all original. Yeah. He, he wears... A mask and a dirty jacket and a machete like nobody else has ever done. Ever. Yeah, never. Ever. And he he also has his own theme music. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we've never heard that before. That's so uh, original. Yeah, so you're supposed to basically, you're supposed to get the idea that this is Friday the 13th. Yes. Yeah. It's Friday the 13th without saying it's Friday the 13th. Yeah. If they could have got the rights to Friday the 13th, they would have just used Friday the 13th as this film. Yeah, and this was like, I think when they filmed this, this was right in the middle of the whole bullshit that was going on. So, yeah. I also like how in the beginning scene, how the mom seems like she was uh, ashamed of doing horror. And I feel like a lot of actresses have those feelings. Yeah, she couldn't get work 
uh, acting in anything else because she was in a slasher in the 80s. And I feel like that had some real life significance because I'm sure some actors and actresses in the 80s had trouble finding work because of that. Yeah. And they're deeply ashamed of their horror past. You know what's funny? I mean, is... like the longest time, the actress who played uh, Jason's mom, Pamela Voorhees, she was very ashamed of doing that for the longest time. She's gotten around to it now as she's gotten older and starting to go into conventions, but right after it came out into like the 90s and stuff, she didn't want nothing to do with it. No, yeah. at all. Yeah. I so I like how it touches on that. Yeah. So I like how it touches on the relationship this daughter and mother have together. Seems like a very cute daughter mother. Yeah, it's like relation. they're best friends and shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's still very much a mom. They they have a healthy relationship. Very healthy. And uh then she fucking wham. <laughs> And she never ever got to say I love you to her mom. Oh yeah, that's the. That was rough. That, that was the that kicker. Was, that was rough. That was the kick in the teeth. That like, when we were watching it, and the mom says I love you, and the daughter didn't say anything back. I was like, you heard, you heard me. I was over like, say it back, say it back, <laughs> say it back. Why are you not saying it back? <laughs> and then why would he said that? Boom. Yep. If you're with somebody you care about and they say I love you, say it back. Especially in a horror movie. Jesus. You don't know what could happen, people. I mean, honestly, still say it anyways, but... Especially in a horror movie. Yeah. You never know what could happen. She didn't say it back. Her mom died. And then we cut to, what, three years later? Four two, years? Yeah, like two, three, four, five. I don't know. Something I like think that. it's like three or four years later. Okay. Her and her friends are getting together, and they're talking about maybe going to the anniversary screening of Camp Bloodbath. Which to me is would be awkward as fuck if I was her because I mean your mom was in it, right? But if you, I don't know, it if I was in that position right where where uh, I had a lost loved one who was a movie star, I don't know how I would react. I would either never watch those fucking movies because it's too much, or I would constantly watch those fucking movies because that's all I have. You know, I get to see them up, you know, alive, yes. doing stuff, you know? Uh, so, I mean, I it, it would affect people differently, I suppose. Uh, I don't know which, which side of the fence I would be on on that. She goes to the screening for the anniversary of this film. That's even brought up. Like, uh, at least you, you know, get to see your mom again. And she goes, yeah, half naked, running for, through the woods from a killer, from a maniac killer, yeah. <laughs> and she's supposed to die in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So that that would be a bit rough, yeah. But hey, it is what it is. I don't I don't, you know, no judgment. She that might be the only way that she sees her mom, so Yeah. What if they have no like home videos or whatever? It, yeah, could be. So yeah. Then something I thought was pretty cool, the same stuff that was happening in the movie was happening in the theater. Yeah. Leading yep. to the humongous fire someone, in the theater. Someone was drinking in the film, and then somebody started drinking in the in the theater. And then somebody freaking lit up a damn cigarette right in the middle of the theater. Yeah, as I think they were lighting up a, a fucking doobie in the movie. Was it a doobie, or was it a cigarette? I think it was, yeah, they were smoking pot. It was Blake and the hippie chick. I think they lit up in the woods, and then somebody lit a cigarette up in the theater. Yeah. 
And then... Some Final Destination shit happened. Yeah, it was very Final Destination here. The, the, the drink spills and rolls on the floor, leaving a trail of alcohol. Going straight to the one person who's got a cigarette. In yeah. And then he drops uh, an, uh, an ash. He ashes a cigarette, and it's still got, like, a lit cherry on it. Yeah. And that gets into the alcohol. You know, Final Destination hilarity ensues. We got a big fire. And a fire that's made in a trail specifically to cut off the protagonist from leaving. So they have no choice but to try to cut their way, which through, is funny because as they're... Through the projector screen, yeah. As they're cutting into the projector screen, that's why there was like the killer... Oh, the killer study. was hacking into somebody, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they go into the bright light in the screen and then... They died. Or they're dreaming. They probably died in the fire. This is the afterlife? <laughs> I don't know. There's theories of, like, all sorts of shit. That we'll never know, because they're probably never going to make another movie about this, because they lost a lot of money in this. Yeah. This, this was also, like, way back in 2014. And kind of horror was at a low point at that point. Because mm. the movie lost, like, $9 million. What they made in sales and compared to the budget. Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't do well. Which is surprising, because it was pretty good movie well 2014 it was a horror movie without the conjuring attached to it definitely (laughs) our paranormal activity how did you feel about the actors performances specifically the actors how they're portraying the characters that were in the real world and moved into the movie and the characters portraying characters in the movie oh they did perfect job yeah uh Especially the characters that were in the movie, they were playing the stereotypical 80s yeah. horror characters perfectly. They all played their parts perfectly. We get the, the, the rare opportunity to see real people acting like real people having to interact with characters pulled straight out of a cheesy 80s horror film. You can actually tell them, hey. Yeah. Hey, why are you acting so stupid? Like, nothing you're doing makes sense. And they're like, what? Come on, bro. This makes perfect sense. I want to get laid. <laughs> and you're just like, ugh. And then one guy was even, like, in mid-conversation. He's like, wow, the writing is so bad. <laughs> I like that guy's character. I like the part where, just to prevent the woman from getting naked, they literally duct-taped her fucking hands together. Yeah. Put oven mittens on her arm. A uh, fucking uh, uh, swimming vest. The float- yes. The floating vest. They put that on her. Yeah. Just to keep the uh, the, the free-spirited character from being so free-spirited. And she plays the dumb... Oh, uh, yeah. She, no, no, no. That She's a character. This woman is like 100% a character, right? She's dumb. She's dumb, ditzy, stupid, slutty everything she is every negative stereotype of a woman in the 80s she's that's that's her whole point she's a prime example of a woman who's supposed to die in a horror movie yes yes she is a prime example of bad representation of women in movies (laughs) yes like at one point they were having to treat her like a small little child because of how... Basically, yeah. Like, no, like no, they no, were you, babysitting her. It's like, no, you can't take the duct tape off. Yeah, you stop that. You're going to get into drugs or sex or any of the things in our anti-survival guide. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and she can't. Uh, it's like she can't help herself. It's like she has to. She has, it's her character. She has to play the character. Uh, so they try to keep her out of trouble. She winds up getting into fucking Adderall. <laughs> that was the funniest scene in the movie. Of all things, fucking Adderall. And then she was hyper-focused. I can see everything. I can smell my eyes. I can look at my tongue when it's in my mouth. I can see divinity. She was out there. Yeah. The way she was dancing while she was hopped up on Adderall. She was just like, getting getting it, you know? And Max's mom. It's all I wanted away so long. Madeline, Malin Ackerman's hot. I mean, damn. Max, can't you see? You are just not the girl for me. I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with now she's dead. <laughs> yeah, uh, bringing up Max's mom, that is the, the, the big point of Max going into this movie. The whole, the big internal conflict she's having this character who was brought to life through the imagery of her mother on screen is now a living breathing character in front of her eyes and it's, it's her mom but it's not her mom right yes definitely but she acts like her mom in certain points yeah she kind of because you know it's not a fully fleshed out character right they have a certain script that they follow along in this movie and that's their entire existence so when they break away from the script and they have to act out in other ways Nancy seems to kind of take on a personality similar to the person that was portraying them actually which is Max's mother but the thing is it's kind of just only her the rest of them are still playing their the rest of them are hard like in their character that is who they are yes and uh but maybe it was maybe it is just nancy's character that she was she was more compassionate than the others yeah um i think guess she's the character in a horror movie to where they're actually not that bad of a person but they get the short end of the stick anyway because they had sex yep she she's supposed to lose her virginity in the movie with fucking what's it, Chad, I'm just gonna call him Chad. <laughs> with with the guy who's supposed to be the ultra bro dude. Bro, I just want to get laid. Yeah, dude, I just want chicks, dude. That guy. She's, she's supposed to lose her her virginity to him. And then immediately after, and these these uh these kids that have fallen into this movie world. They know the rules of a camp slasher. They have a copy of our anti-survivor's guide, right? And they're on a mission to make sure that these characters don't fall victim to premarital uh, premarital drugs and <laughs> premarital sex and nudity, drugs and alcohol, finding yourself alone in the woods, uh, creepy old guys, creepy old men, all of the, all of the the camp slasher rules. And hopefully following those guidelines works out better for them than it did for us because we already stated how much our anti-survivor's guide is not helping us rate these movies. <laughs> but the main focus of Max is trying to make sure... Her mom doesn't her mom have sex. Her doesn't have sex and die in yeah. this world. Keep her mom alive. 
And then when it comes time for her mom to like her mom's character Nancy realizes what hap- has to happen in order for Max to become the final girl and save herself from this film, she has to actually be the final girl, which means that Nancy has to sacrifice herself in order to help Max and save Max. And with that comes a conversation of having to convince Max to let this happen. And that conversation is double-sided. She's not just talking about the current situation that they're in. She's also talking about Max and her grief over her mother when she's saying, you have to let me go. Mm-hmm. And that's she, really hard. Yeah, she's not just saying, you have to let me go face this killer. She's also saying, you have to let your mom's death go. You're holding on to it too hard. Mm-hmm. Big emotional moment in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is just like a, a knife in your fucking side. It's just digging it the fuck in. <laughs> harder and harder and harder. And then, you know, she goes and makes the noble sacrifice. Mm-hmm. By dancing to their song. Yes. From earlier in the film, the one that they were singing in the car, right before the car wreck. Mm-hmm. She's dancing to Betty Davis' eyes. Dancing to that right before she gets slaughtered. Just, you know, like, unbuttoning her shirt, doing every, like, slasher bait she can do yep. in the in that field to get Billy to come cut it, her up. Because they make it painfully obvious, in order for him to show up, they have to get naked. Yeah, it's like Jason uh, and how obvious it was in... Jason X, <laughs> or, oh, yeah, or hears, Jason Takes Manhattan. Where he hears Boinkin and he sits up like he's the Undertaker. Like, there's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> he can sense that shit a mile away. My sex senses are tingling. Yep, he has it. Uh, and Billy has those too, because Billy's Jason. Um, <laughs> other than Billy being Jason, how do you, how do you, how do you feel about Billy? <sighs> he's... He's just a he's just a carbon he's just a he's Jason. Yeah, and I mean it's intentional. Even the, even the backstory of him as a, getting bullied as a child, it's Jason. Yeah, well, I mean, except the he, drowning. He got blown up by firecrackers. Yeah, that's why he's burnt in the face. Yeah, he didn't drown, did he? No, he didn't drown. He just got burnt in the face, and then he went and ran to a shack and disappeared. Yeah, yeah he wasn't like supposed to be supernatural from the no. Well, maybe that mask is supposed to be. Oh, because he can teleport and shit like like Jason. Can. I mean, obviously he must be supernatural because <laughs> spoiler at the end of the movie because he gets decapitated in the movie and then yeah. they go to part two of the movie and he's up he's back with his head. Yeah, because the movie ends with them being in the sequel at the beginning of that. The movie's ending is the starting to uh, Camp Bloodbaths sequel. They find themselves in that. And it also follows another horror movie where it starts in a hospital. Yeah, Halloween 2. <laughs> um, so, uh, I think... I really enjoy the premise of this movie. I like how meta it is. It does it in a different style from, like, say, Scream. Yes. Uh, it's, it's more literal than Scream. In Scream, you know, you had Jamie Kennedy being like, We are in a horror movie! And this one, we're like, no, like, really, we are inside of a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the camera work in this. The colors really fucking pop when they're in the movie. I love the effects of, like, the flashback. When when she starts uh, talking about the origin story of Billy. 
it just happens. Uh, the the screen melts around them, so it, like you can see it like coming through the roof and stuff, black and white, just like melting onto them, and then they find themselves in a black and white flashback. It's like they're in the VHS tape of the movie or something. Yeah. And, because uh, even at the end credits, you still see the credits like scrolling through the sky. Yes, and they had to step over the the text that says summer nineteen fifty something. Yeah, they had to step over that when they got into the flashback. Uh, even when when they got to the camp, uh, they had to drive under the camp bloodbath logo for the opening title screen yeah. of the movie. And another thing that says like they're in a VHS sort of in a movie. Literally when they first get there, the movie is on a a loop. A loop. A constant ever ending loop that's ninety two minutes. Ninety two minutes. Standard standard movie time. Ninety two minutes. And uh, the the movie nerd of course he timed it on his watch. Every ninety two two minutes that bus would pass by again because they're from the beginning of the film driving into camp. And the only way to escape the film and get out of that constant loop is to kill the killer. Yep. Which confuses me because in the movie, the killer dies anyway from the final girl. So they had to kill the killer? It had to specifically be them to do it? It was never really explained much. The the rules are kind of confusing in this film. But you're not really supposed to worry about it too much. It was kind of the, uh, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't... Don't fucking worry about it. Uh, forget about it, right? This is a movie to have fun with, not to be literal. Like, oh, how is that supposed to work? Yeah. Speaking of which, it, this is a comedy. Uh, we had some pretty good laughs out of this film. Oh, it was more comedy than horror, in my opinion. Like, yeah, there was it, never it's a, supposed there, to be. There yeah. was never a point in this movie to where we're like, oh, <laughs> scared. Yeah, it's a horror comedy kind of in the style of uh, freaky. It's horror in the way it does its kills. It's graphic. Yeah, it's graphic. It's a black comedy. Yeah. And we got some pretty good kills in here, but mostly jokes. The jokes are good. Especially love the one scene where the friend gets hit. He's like, oh, the killer's not going to... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the killer's not going to cut me because I'm not supposed to die in this movie. Yeah, he's like, uh, uh, I bet that's corn syrup. It's just a bunch of bodies walking around full of corn syrup and he licks it. He's like, oh, oh God, uh, no, that's that's fucking... That's blood. That's that's blood. <laughs> and then he gets hacked in the side. Yeah, oh, he won't touch me because we're not supposed to be here. <laughs> 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 and then he shows up later in the movie. He's like, I didn't die. I didn't die. He gets hit by a car. Because <laughs> there's one thing we haven't talked about yet. Uh, they're supposed to follow the actual final girl of this movie that and, shows up later. And because of their actions, she dies super early in the movie. <laughs> yeah, she gets blown up by the car with the... Uh, with the jock guy. You have sex with everybody. Yeah. I'm just here because I like vagina so much. I mean, even the the boyfriend of Max was just like, enough of your shit. And he was like, put him in an arm lock. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what did I tell you, motherfucker? He's like, shut the fuck up. Because he started <laughs> saying something about Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like, uh, so you and Max are like a thing? Because if not... <laughs> He's like, don't you ever... Stick your tongue out around me again. That's gross. <laughs> They're like, oh, look at these cell. These are actually cell phones. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The, the the difference of like being from 2014 and 
1986. Uh, <laughs> What's the internet? Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's something you made up. And like, instead of explaining it, she goes, you're right, I made that up. Anyway, <laughs> when uh, they were trying to stick the uh, the cell phone into the cassette player. This cassette's weird. It, has, it doesn't have any holes in it. Great fucking movie. It was funny, yeah. I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. Yeah, it wasn't streaming anywhere, so we had to rent it. I know usually when we, we do these movies, I... <laughs> I'm, I, there's usually at some point me being like who the fuck does that but it's kind of hard to with this movie because it's a comedy and his whole point is to point that out and it's the and, and the characters are doing that for us when they see these 80s characters they're like who the fuck even says that you know so it's 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 got good writing it's cleverly written it's like if we had to be with a bunch of fictional characters from an 80s movie. Oh, we'd be doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. We, we'd be doing the same thing. We'd be testing out all the same stuff. We'd be like, okay, we got to follow these rules. Like, imagine us in Mad Men. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's nothing. Like, are you serious? Oh, dude. We'd be able to survive Mad Men, no problem, if we were in a, uh, a Final Girls situation. We'd go into that movie... We take one look at Richie, and as soon as he gets ready to shout, we just knock him the fuck out right at the beginning. Just, movie's over. Enjoy the rest of the night, everybody, and we go home in the morning. Also, uh, when Ricky, or Richie, when Richie wakes up... Tell him to come talk to us. Uh, gag him. Tie it, you know, tie it shut. Like, stuff some fucking cotton in his mouth and tie it shut. Uh, and tie his hands together so he doesn't get his hands on any rocks to throw in the fucking madman Mars's house. And he fucking survives. Yeah. <laughs> and Anyways. Gets, but gets everybody else killed. We, we would survive the fuck out of that movie. Yes. As for uh, Sleepaway Camp, if we, if we were put into this situation like this movie, but with Sleepaway Camp, we'd survive the fuck out of that too. Hey, she has a penis. <laughs> I mean Everybody she's got a dick and she wants to kill people. The end. Alright. Hey, creepy the, fuckers. The first thing we would do is knock the fuck out of that cook. Oh, we would kill him. Yeah. We we would just take a, a fucking two by four or something to his kneecaps. Or we would just stay hidden and uh let her do the boiling water and then while he's fucking in agony we just piss on him. Could you imagine? We put ourselves in the in sleepaway camp, and <laughs> the cook. It's the scene where uh, he takes Angela to the pantry. Oh, God. he opens up the pantry and there's you and me. Get him! <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like uh, this movie so much, is because it, that's what it would be if we were in horror movies. That's why I it's love this fantasy. This whole movie is the whole. Uh, the whole comment the, the uh, no this movie is for everybody who goes what are you doing don't go upstairs it's putting them in the movie it's them saying well if i was in the movie that wouldn't happen and you know what's funny or like if i was in the movie uh, i wouldn't do that you know i'd survive the fuck out of this movie like we were just saying and those characters who would survive the fuck out of this movie because they they watched it they die anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we would survive Oh, absolutely. Then cut to us dead. Like, Billy just like... I thought we could make it. I don't know. It's called get in the fucking car and leave. Yeah, but it's far. They were afraid of sounding crazy to oh, these wait. fictional characters. Oh, Who yeah. the fuck cares 
Tell them Billy's real. He's going to kill everybody as soon as you meet them. And let's just fucking go. get back in the van and go. And that's kind of what they do anyway. Oh, wait. No, they can't because then it brings them back in. The movie has to play out. That's right. So you can't just leave. Yeah, because they were trying they tried to that. Away, yeah. they tried to run away after they told them the story and then it was a death. Yeah. And then they were like, ah, they were like. It kept bringing them back into the scene. They were like looping. They would run one way and then come back through the other side of the screen. Yep. Yeah, so you have to be in this movie all the way through. Whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's the main reason why I liked it. Like, I really, really liked this movie because of that premise right there. Yeah. Being in the movie. They had a Home Alone moment where they were making all sorts of traps for Billy. The booby traps. Yeah, they were. They used... Um, Failed miserably. Oh, absolutely. The chick uh, with the Adderall tripped right face first into that bear trap. Fucking gruesome. <laughs> uh, and then they had the tampons on fire on the end of the arrows. They were shooting at them. Yes. They cut down one of the, the totem poles to use as like a battering, like tied up battering ram. Some real Home Alone shit. The thing that I liked during that whole scene was uh, when Max or one of the girls hit the killer with it. It seemed to damage him a little bit more than anything else just because of the whole final girl yeah premise yeah out of all those traps nothing could stop him uh it has to be a final girl yeah they blew the house up he just walks out like he's jason jason Voorhees. yeah (laughs) but i do like it when she's when she suddenly becomes the final girl and her attitude completely changes it's like she's just like oh she recovered yeah she has like just final girl energy in her veins now her power level went up yeah and she just like flipped that machete around, and was she she was started shit talking. What did she say? Oh, uh, she something like the she said the line that the version says in the actual movie as it plays out. You messed with the wrong version. Yeah, you messed with the lo- the wrong version, asshole, or something. And just starts fucking charging after his ass. And they have like a fucking kung fu fight in the field. Yeah, she's doing like flips and jumping over this motherfucker. It's it, it's weird. It's funny though. So. It was kind of like a horror anime fight. Yeah, and the whole point is it f- to be ridiculous. The only thing was missing was her fucking just sitting there, standing there, screaming to power up, and we almost got that. Or calling out her jutsu. <laughs> <laughs> but how about the kills in this movie, man? Uh, stabbing, a lot of stabbing, a lot of machete slashes. Is mostly machete doing the work. Yeah. Bear trap head. There was the bear trap, yeah. I think somebody got injured running through the woods. Like a broke leg or something. The machete doing most of the work, and then there was the car explosion. Uh, oh, that dude that got not that got shot out of the fucking car and his like legs like broke behind his head. Yeah. That was the dude. The jock. Yeah. yeah. That guy. One guy died twice. That's the, my favorite kills. <laughs> was him. He's like, oh, hey, guys, I survived. And then whack. Boom. Hit with the fucking car. Uh, pinned between the car and the totem pole. And then it exploded. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fucking brutal. And like, here's the thing we didn't talk about. In the ending of the movie, after all these deaths, oh, they're all back in the sequel. They're fine. Yeah. All of her friends are fine. Yeah. And they're like... Uh, no, I mean, I still got hurt. And he showed us the big machete scar. The scar with, that it got stitched up. And he, because and he was she, complaining about the stitching job. Yeah, like, when she woke up, she thought it was a dream. Oh, we're, we're free? 
Was like, it all a dream? And he's like, oh, no, absolutely oh, no, no, not. I, Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> the, if I'm going based on gruesome, like, holy fuck, was the, the girl falling. girl falling and getting head on the bear trap. Her just a face full of bear trap. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> Let's see, Blake, he just got stabbed through with a machete, and so did Gertie. Nancy just got stabbed through with a machete. Uh, no beheadings? Other than Billy. Yeah, he beheadings and I guess you consider that bear trap I'm sure she probably lost her head in that one <laughs> no no it was still attached it was just stabbed through her face yeah not the best in uh, Brandon's approval of decapitations it's not the best but it's there I, it's there I give it points for being there just you know for future reference all horror movies any directors listening to this the highlight of your film will be judged on decapitation from me from now on so make them good. <laughs> You'll never be omen good, but make it good. I guess this takes us to the Camp Macabre Anti-Survivor's Guide. Justin, what's our first category for today? Premarital sex and nudity. Uh, there was premarital... Oh, okay. This is kind of going to be yeah. hard to grade because... Because the whole point of this film is there's a bunch of characters trying to prevent all of this stuff from happening. So technically, um, in the original Camp Bloodbath film, there is premarital sex and nudity. Yes. Our, our heroes of the story stop all premarital sex and nudity. We can only really grade it on its kills and its killer and its final girl. That's it. That's it. Because premarital sex and nudity, drugs and alcohol, creepy old men, that's all out the window. Yes. And you don't even really even see... Actually, old man, it's still in the game, but it's getting an X because there's not one. Yes. No old creepy guys. There's really no nudity in this movie. I don't remember seeing any... Yeah, but that was intentional. Yes. They stopped it from happening. Yes, because even when they were watching the movie, it was kind of like cutting away to where... Yeah. Yeah. You know what? They were smoking weed in this movie, so we can even give it a check mark on that. Yeah, so we can give it a check mark it's, on it. It's doing better than Sleepaway Camp in that regard. <laughs> and Madman. Yeah. So. No, there was drinking. And drinking. Yeah. Both in the theater and in the movie. Yep, so. Yeah. That's there. So, that gets a check mark for that. Premarital sex and nudity. We're not, we're not eh, counting. Eh. We're not counting premarital sex and yeah. nudity for this one. Kills. Kills. I give it a check mark. Yep, we had some good kills. Killers, I'm giving an X. He, in his run through this camp, did not kill most of the campers. Either they got, either, Mac, Max got away. The ditzy chick killed herself. Her boyfriend got away with her. Her boyfriend got away with her. Yeah. The ditzy chick accidentally killed herself. The final girl, the jock, and the movie nerd all died in an accident. The only person the killer kills is the... Blake. Blake. And Gertie. Gertie. That's it. Yeah. And and Nancy. <laughs> and their mom. Yeah. And Nancy. Blake, Gertie, and Nancy. He has three kills, and there's four kills that aren't his. So, he gets out. He gets an X. Yeah, I have to give him an X. This is our first killer X. Yes, but it's not like... It's supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed, it's to, supposed be. to be. It's a comedy, and it's funny that most of them died because of themselves. <laughs> After that, so kills get a check mark. Yes. 
Killer gets an X. Killer gets an X, and then we get... Which is really weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, this movie's different. And, and we're not putting too much trust into our system anyway. We've already learned not to. We're just to. doing this for fun. Yeah. Um, final Girl. I give it a check mark. Check mark. Absolutely. Uh, it's cheesy, and it's supposed to be. When she turns into the final girl. And before that, it's very emotional. You give a shit about this girl. Yes, you do. You very you very much do. And throughout this whole movie, you feel terrible for her. The you first really... time in that van when she saw her mom's character, Nancy, wake up. Yes. The tears in her eyes. She's just like, oh. <laughs> She's like, out of any character in this movie, we cared about her. Max, yeah. We must protect Max at all costs. She has to get out of this. And that's the whole point of a final girl. So, definitely a check mark. Yeah. I would say she... Yeah, she's the strongest final girl we've had so far. And that's not just because the final girls in our last two movies are fucking awful. <laughs> Richie and Ricky. Also, My, think about that. Richie and Ricky... Final girls. Our final girls. Two boys with similar sounding names. That's weird. We did not intend for this, either. No, we didn't. This was just kind of something that happened as it went. Yeah. Uh, and they were shit final girls. Even, and that's not even just saying because they weren't girls. They were just, I don't even want to get into Richie again. And Ricky getting beat up by not the killer and almost dead. Yeah. No. Yep. Max is a great final girl. Yes, she is. She gets the definite check mark. Up there with Lori Strode. And Nancy. And Nancy. From Nightmare. And Sydney. Not this one. <laughs> is that all the categories? Yes, it is. Because we're not doing Creepy Old Man either. So. No. That's about oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. He gets an X for Creepy Old Man. Yeah, because there's not any. Yeah. So we just knocked out sex and nudity. Because the whole point was to stop that from happening. Yeah. So, X on Creepy Old Men, Killer, and check mark on... Kills. Mm -hmm. Final, Final girl. girl. Yep. So it evens. It's evened out. Yeah, our rating system sucks. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> I know. We're self-aware and do this. We're meta. All right. We're meta. We'll improve. We'll try to improve. We will improve. Yeah. I. You know. And it's funny because all these characters that you know originally in the movie are so clueless to the obvious fact that they're in a horror movie and the other characters they only know that they're in a horror movie because they watched the movie mm -hmm. how the fuck would you not understand when you're in a horror movie I mean we're in one right now because there's fucking Cody right yeah fucking Cody I guess that's about it for the final girls next up we have a little treat for y'all it's a video game called the Cory where you kind of get to decide who's the final girl who lives who dies how long do they make it? Does everyone live? Does everyone die? Does everyone make good choices or bad choices? It's all up to you in the quarry. So this is going to be hard to talk about. Because every playthrough will be different. Yep. But we'll talk about our playthrough and what we know of other playthroughs. The surprises that happened in our playthrough that... uh. <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's not get into that. Um, but yeah, up next we have the quarry. I hope you guys are excited for that next week. I know I am. We had a lot of fun playing it, and we can't wait to fucking talk about it. And until then, if you hear rustling in the bushes, why out there, watch your back, because there may be something watching you. Always sleep with your sleeping bag unzipped. 
and you're fully nude. Slather yourself in honey <laughs> and salmon to stay warm. And until next time, keep safe out there and happy camping. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you.